Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. And this is Josh. We will be chatting about July 12th through 18th, 2019. It is Wednesday, July 10th right now. Oh man, you got a full color one there this time. It's not it like is. last time where we barely <laughs> even had the schedule. Never know what day it is. It's true. Although I admit I did look ahead on the website, so I do know what's playing this time. So last week was still like the only time that was like a surprise for everyone. So Eric was just saying what he was going to have for dinner. He was going to go to Panago. And I yeah, said, best place. oh, I got a better idea. But wait, let's save it for the podcast. Oh, man. It's half off everything on the menu at House of Targ every Wednesday. Oh, man. Today's Wednesday. I had no idea where you were going with that. <laughs> okay. Half that off pierogies. That is amazing news, yeah. except... The, oh my god I literally <laughs> had pierogies for lunch what? I literally the only thing I've eaten all day is pierogies <laughs> I have not had pierogies in like a year today yeah. this morning I literally had pierogies that's crazy and now I feel like you've I, wasted your lunch day I, well I didn't god, wait just, are you working other Wednesdays other Wednesdays this is what I'm thinking like because like I, I could so do it next, next Wednesday I yeah. can't even believe that it's just because like I didn't everything else that I had in the fridge I'd already had recently so I was like I'm going to shake it up a little bit I'm going to have pierogies <laughs> yeah and in no way will this come <laughs> back and bite me in the ass later damn it 50% off. That's a good deal. I know. I'm going to get a large one, and it'll be like the price of not a large it's one. It's just one huge pierogi. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I do that? It's just like a calzone pierogi. Does someone do that? A calzone rogi? Like, that could... That's a weird word. Pierogi? <laughs> calzone rogi? I want that, but I also feel like halfway through that, you're like, uh, maybe this wasn't the best idea. Because all the calzone is is like a large pizza rolled over Pretty with much. more toppings inside of it. Yeah, and it's just... It's, you know, not... Like, I like calzones, but it's, like, it's not the same as, like, a pizza slice or a pizza, you know. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know that going in. Or a pizza cone. We still doing that? Oh, my God. We still yes. on the pizza cone? Yeah. <laughs> I got it once. I was so excited about that. It's, like, when a new, like, alligator or shark movie or something yeah. comes out. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, whoa, new pizza thing? I have to get in on the ground level. And so I finally got a pizza cone. And I was like, eh. Yeah, it's a pizza cone. <laughs> yeah, it's like it tastes like what you would think it would taste like. I, I don't know why, like my brain, like they know how to how to get me with stuff like that. I'm just like, oh yeah, new exciting thing, and I love pizza. This will be amazing. And then I have it, and I'm like, it's never good. Like none of these switcho things they do on you. I'm pretty sure my mom invented this just because it happened, you know, before the internet. And so we can't prove it. So we can't prove it. <laughs> and I've told this over the years to a few people I know who are actual bakers, Ooh. and it blew their minds. And I haven't really seen it in like a hipster thing or anything. Oh and you're really hyping it up. Okay. Yeah. So my mom would take cupcakes. Okay. Get started. Bake them in a cone. Whoa. So you would have your little like a cone that like a flat bottom cone. Okay. She would bake them sense. so they they would meld right into the cone, hmm. and then you'd walk around with your cupcake in a cone Weird. and I remember doing that in the 80s and I've never seen it anywhere else That's... I have absolutely not researched it so I don't know did she was it like a pre-made cupcake that she crammed into the cone or was no. it just you put the goop in the cone I believe she it... would take the goop put it okay. in the cone put gotcha. that in the stove so kind of like either upside down I guess so maybe like mm. the it would just be like cupcake yeah get like a 12 cupcake pack thing put that in the stove with the right. goo then the cone on top of it I think she invented yeah. that because a couple people I know who make cupcakes for a living, yeah. I told them that, and it was like I told them I saw a Sasquatch. Yeah. They were like, that's a great idea. I'm Because I'm like trying to think of how you wouldn't burn the cone or melt the cone or, or something. Cone Maybe the cone is later. Did. Maybe it was like 
cook well, the goo for half the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then jam the cone on top of it. Or, when there's like five minutes to go or something like that. That's, I'm intrigued. Like, because what I like is that you know it works. Cause, I've had it. Yeah, I was there. It clearly, it's <laughs> yeah. not like some weird thing we're trying to invent here. But like, yeah, like, because I'm, I'm like, could you, you could do it with a waffle cone maybe too. Yeah. I'm starting I, to add like variations. I'm like a lunatic with a... With a, like, I've been abducted by a UFO shirt talking on a podcast. I was there. I've yeah, had it. It's true. Like, and I'm, I want to believe. I'm like the Fox Mulder of yeah. the, like, <laughs> cone, the muffin cone. I don't know. And I've been had it for decades. And now I'm going to text or email my mom and be like, can we make this next time there's yeah. a thing going on? You could do it vegan now, I guess. Like, oh, for maybe sure. it already yeah. was vegan. I don't, I don't know. But. I'm going to tell my friend who runs a vegan bakery, Thimble Cakes. <laughs> shout out to Thimble Cakes. Yes. Seemed like, like you weren't going to shout out there. <laughs> to be like, can you make me ice cream cupcake cones? Oh, man. They were so them. good. They were so good. Was that was that the same place that had discount ice cream that one day? And yeah. And you had that you missed it? Or you no, didn't they, miss it? It might have been free ice cream. It was some kind of like, hey, we've got new ice cream flavors. Come in and try free ice cream. Oh, yeah. And I missed it. It was so sad. <laughs> yeah, because it's a lot of your stories revolve yeah. around you missing or Being not sad. quite missing. But usually missing. You're like, I'm going somewhere for the first time all year. And it's the one day that yeah. they're giving out free like pinatas or something. Like, I don't know. That's why I'm sad. 7-Eleven isn't in... I, see, I don't know if 7-Eleven left Canada or just or Ottawa. Or they rebranded. Or, or they, so there's still 7-Eleven. There's still 7-Eleven. Circle K is, I guess, what I'm thinking of. You know, I think they're still even in Toronto, but Quickie came in. Yeah, because that was a 7-Eleven up the street. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's what I thought. Quickie okay. came in and wiped them out, bought them out. And it's weird because they look the exact same. The aisles, they the basically color are. scheme, and it's not name brand. What's 7-Eleven? Slurpees? Slushies? I, Whatever they the are. the same thing. So, Slush puppy? Is that a thing? So one went to the other. Like if 7-Eleven is Slurpee, it became slushy. But it's yeah. the same thing. <laughs> Did but, they change the product or just the name? You're like, they just ah, changed, whatever. I think the machine is the same machine. Okay. But 7-Eleven has the cool cups. So they will have True. the... Back in the day, when it was still 7-Eleven, I remember they had Simpsons cups. Or oh, they would yeah. have... When I was a kid... They would have Return of the Jedi cups. Oh, man. Now they don't got nothing. No fancy cups. So every time I'll see something like that, and they got something cool going on now, and it's it was like, you know, Avengers or Spider-Man yeah. or something. And I was like, oh, man, I want to got to go to yeah. go to Buffalo to get <laughs> my... Far, you need your Spider-Man Far From Dome cup thing. Like, that's brought some sort of tie-in. Yeah. Trying to make it work for them. Well, and I was thinking about this recently because I think it was the Retroist Twitter feed, oh, yeah, I believe, put a picture of the... It was either The Empire Strikes Back or The Return of the Jedi glasses. Okay. And there were these beautiful glasses from Burger King. And it was the whole, like, you know, come buy a meal and get a free glass. Oh, yeah. Inexplicably, because this is, you know, pushing 40 years ago, 35 years ago. Yeah. My mom still has all these glasses. Jeez. I have a couple, too, but, like, in use at my mom's house... Right. ...is a Return of the Jedi one for the Sarlacc Pit. Nice. And a Return of the Jedi one with... Ewoks on it. Okay. And then I have a, I think like a Tauntaun Empire Strikes Back one and oh, a Lando Empire Strikes Back one. These are all great. And you would think they just would have broke by now, but yeah, they, they still are there. But I love those glasses. And the last time I remember there being cool glasses yeah. was, I can't believe this is 10 years ago, but 10 years ago for JJ Star Trek Part oh, 1, geez. 2009, Burger King had glasses and they yeah. had four. And it was Spock, Ahura, Kirk, and the bad guy. Oh, man, not Bones? No, it was the bad guy. Khan? Yeah, that was the second one. That was the second one. Damn it! 
Wait, is he the bad guy in the second one of both series? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just checking. But I went in and I was like, can I just get the glasses for one ninety nine each or do I got to buy a Happy Meal each time? And, were, and they <laughs> said, oh, no, you can just buy the glasses. And I'm like, oh, four glasses, please. Yeah, but they're three times the price. But you, you yeah. got to get that meal. Because they changed that too. And we were at the 613 flea market on Saturday. Oh and my, they had, how do I keep missing that? They had all the little Muppet Babies Happy Meal toys. Oh, crap, man. I remember those. And there was a set on... And I have them all somewhere. There was a set on skateboards and a set on big wheels. Yeah. I, and, oh, and my God. There you're blowing my mind now because I definitely remember... Yeah. I would have said that they were on, like, in little cars. But, yeah, like, they were big wheels. Yeah, and it was, like, Gonzo and like Piggy Kermit. and Kermit and Fozzie. And, yeah, they were... I forget what year Muppet Babies was, like, 85 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, maybe a little later because, like, I remember... I was born in 82, and I remember it, like, pretty okay. well. yeah. So yeah, yeah, maybe like yeah, eighty five, eighty seven. Flea market finds. That's insane. I, I don't, I don't know that I want them now. But yeah. Mostly because I want those Star Wars glasses that you. Oh, were those just Star Wars about. glasses. Sometimes a flea market is just like a museum, and especially yeah. what I like about six one three Fleet is it's once a month. It's at the Cattle Castle here in Ottawa at the Aberdeen Pavilion, and it's free. So you just yeah. go in, and a lot of it is just walking around and being like. Oh, there's that toy I had. And you don't really want it anymore. Yeah. But like, that's cool. I remember those things. <laughs> what are those little Fisher Price toys? Oh, yeah. With the circle heads or the sphere heads? Yeah, yeah. And the, I had that parking garage that yeah. you put them in. I had, I regret not having it now, but I had the Sesame Street one. Oh, man. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. And there was like a little Big Bird and a little Oscar. Oh, man. But so someone at the flea market had a ton of that. And I don't want it now, but it's, you sort of do. I sort of do, but it was cool to look at and be like, "Ooh, neat." Maybe the Oscar, like that. Yeah. Does he come in the can, or do you have to get the can separately? I think there was like a can in the playset. They also had a bunch of Star Wars figures, and it's amazing because you know there's this mindset of of oh they're gonna be worth a fortune. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Everything will always be worth a fortune. And it was a bunch of Episode One out of box figures. Well, oh man, that's two strikes. And they were being sold just in like little mini sandwich bags. <laughs> And it was like, you know, a dollar, two dollars. Yeah, five wattos? What am yeah. I going to do with this? <laughs> and so you think, like, if they were bought for five bucks back in the day, <laughs> or six lucky. bucks. God, maybe nine ninety nine. Maybe. Maybe, but clearly there's been a price decrease. Probably instantly. Yeah. I would think. That's, oh, that sucks. Like, I'm trying to think of a character that I want of the prequel. Like, maybe Obi-Wan, you know, Ewan McGregor was good. There's cool, there's a lot of cool aliens. If you're yeah. a collector. If you're a Lee DeMarb, you might be interested yeah. in some of these. There was a gunk droid. I got a gunk droid. Oh, let's see now that. If you'd led with gunk I got a ton droid, of them. I, I got a ton. I got them because they were super cheap. But yeah. that continues this day. If you're a super collector of anything, you get it right away. Pretty much, yeah. If you wait six months or a year, even if something's not a flop, yeah. if it's a big hit, it'll just show up in dollar stores now. It's true. So you'll get Star Wars action figures or pop vinyls at dollar stores for... Like Star Wars vehicles? Like yeah. Like those cars? <laughs> Chewbacca car? I don't remember him driving That's that. That's canon. Yeah, it's so weird. Years back, I got the Anakin pod racer. Nice. And I got it because it looks cool, but I got it for nothing. Like yeah. $5, and it was normally 80 bucks yeah. or something. Well, throw in a Sebulba for the yeah. same price. You're like, I'm good. <laughs> Please. <laughs> These are a lot of good shout-outs. Like, do you have Boss Nass? Like, no, get out of here. Stop stop coming by here. It's the 20th anniversary of Phantom Menace. Oh, my God. Because when Lee went to the Star Wars celebration, he yeah. got a retro Darth Maul jacket, biker jacket. Oh, right, man. I don't know. Which is awesome. Like, I mean, it's not something I would ever buy or be able to pull off. Yeah. But he pulls it off. Well, it's interesting how 
you know, 99 is 20 years ago. And you think how far removed that is. Like if you go back to 2000, 20 years removed is 1980. Or 1990, 20 years removed is 1970. It's getting depressing. So that Phantom Menace look already does have a distinct style. Like just yeah. kind of the, the color scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. And it's always like Stranger Things, which... You know, we, we don't know what that is. We don't no, watch no, no. TV. I've not heard of this thing, you say. But it's funny how a hundred people tweeted or emailed me saying, the first episode of Stranger Things has the Mayfair song in it. That's... Because they go to a movie theater and, there, and there's yeah. the quote-unquote Mayfair song. I'm like, well, you know, that's not our song. We stole it from them. But I thought you wrote we, that. We, yeah. <laughs> but somebody was going after them saying, oh, people didn't dress like that in the 80s. And I thought it was so funny that a ton of people who were 15 years old yeah. in 1987 or whatever you're supposed to be sent in pictures, and they all looked 100% like the Stranger Things kids with yeah. the shorts and the shirts and the, the hair and everything. And they're, like, yeah. they're like, no, you may misremember how horrible you looked, but we all dressed exactly like that. 90s also. It was not a good time. Oh, yeah. And but 90s are kind of back now with, like, neon. God, I was hoping that wouldn't come back. What about those uh, wrist bracelets that you yeah. smack and they, they close on your wrist? That was not fun. I had a watch that was one of those that, that might have been a Bart Simpson watch. That's you're covering a lot of ground. That you like put on like that. It was like a weird that's, whip watch. Was it from like a Pizza Hut or a it might have been? Yeah, I don't think it was like a legit bought <laughs> at a store. I think it was some cheap got it through a something. Yeah. Did you ever have the the necklace with your initials on it or your no. name on it? That would have been like yeah, a little bit after your time. That was kind of a big thing where it was like you would get. It was just like a some type of cloth. And it would just say your name. I remember having that. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm Eric. And everyone knows <laughs> it. And I was like, well, this sucked. And I wish I had never remembered it. But still. But one thing I was going to say was a lot of people too complained about Stranger Things having, quote unquote, too much product placement. Yeah. And people were like, that's how it was. Like, oh, people God, were talking, yeah. like, New Coke was everywhere. All this stuff is in your face. Like, if you watch any of the, or if you lived it, you know, even. I never mind product placement as long as it's realistic. Yeah. If you're doing a movie, TV show, comic book whatever and it's set in a mall you have two options you either fake everything up yeah and you, you've got you know like alternate universe stuff Louisiana fried chicken and <laughs> McDougal's and oh, man. Burger Queen Just, can you we know? please make that movie <laughs> yeah I don't even know what the movie is so I don't care I find it less distracting sometimes because sometimes I remember especially on 90s sitcoms clearly sometimes they were in a rush yeah and probably not trying that hard and I can't remember what sitcom you know, Fresh Prince or something. But I distinctly remember somebody drinking a Coke can. Yeah. And there was just some gaffer tape. Not even red gaffer tape. Yeah. Just black gaffer tape over the Coke part. So that was where Coke didn't give them permission. Yeah. And didn't pay them. So it was just so half-assed. And so, and I found it really distracting. And there were sometimes where there'd be a row of stuff on a shelf. Yeah. And every cereal box or coffee tin or whatever would have just black or red tape on it. Yeah, yeah. And I find it much less distracting for a kid to be like, oh yeah, I'll have a quarter pounder and a Coke than to make something up. Yeah, yeah. It just says soda. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't find it distracting because when you're in a mall, like if you stand in the middle of a mall and uh, spin in a circle, you're going to see a whole bunch of product. Or if you stand in my kitchen, you're going to see a box of shreddies. Yeah, a and, whole bunch of products. A whole bunch of products. Probably a lot of geeky stuff <laughs> yeah. on the walls, probably. We Some Pop-Tarts, yeah. you know. These are all very accurate things, but... Well, that's the thing. It's funny. Speaking of 
that era, I think right around that era, I gotta look this up, but inexplicably, Coca-Cola put out a line of clothing. Jeans uh, and a t-shirt. What? And you could walk into the bay and buy Coca-Cola jeans. And not only that, I remember kids jumping on board and having yeah. Coca-Cola jeans and maybe like a line of shoes and stuff. And even as a dumb, impressionable kid, my mindset was, I like Coke. If Coke gives me a shirt, I'd probably wear it. Yeah. I'm not going to pay $20 for a shirt. Yeah. That's strange like, to that's me. That's what you would get by sending in UPCs or something, you would think. Like, yeah. I'm not, not going to pay for that. But I remember being in the mall and seeing a display of four mannequins, and they all had Coke stuff on, and you would buy it. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. yeah. You buy the mannequin, and it comes with the shirt. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, it's a good deal, I guess. Get the creepy mannequin. Oh, did it's we a- take a picture of the creepy mannequins invading the Mayfair? <laughs> yeah, I meant to say, like, that's the irony of me cleaning up the basement yesterday was that I moved <laughs> the creepy mannequins that terrified me when I went downstairs. It's like, why would there be a tall, naked person standing in the basement? I don't know. Why did I... Well, I didn't scream, but... I, you know, I dropped a JC, you know, and yeah. I was like, it's just not what you expect to see when you go down into the creepy hidden floor basement of a haunted movie theater. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it is what you expect to see. And I know the secret origins of our greeter mannequin, Emma, who's right. in the inside front door in a t-shirt and a pair of Gwen's old pants because I was like, we got to give him a pants. She's just yeah. standing there with no pants on. It's weird. She was missing an arm at one point. Yeah. But she's there. I know where she's at. I don't know why those other an- mannequins yeah. showed up. I, you almost I, said Anakin, it sounded like. Oh, it's an Anakin mannequin. The 20-year anniversary of Mannequin Skywalker. But I don't know if we should be scared that mannequins keep just showing up at the Mayfair. Is I it kind, some kind of like... I don't know. It's weird. It's just seemed like an odd spot. Like, we accumulate things. Yeah. Speculation is that it might be from, like, a movie Lee's working on. Oh, Uh, yeah. I think we're just hoping that's why, because nobody knows why. So we're like, please let it be a weird movie thing or something. Doctor Who villains. Yeah. It just... It just creeps me out. I think mannequins are inherently creepy. Yeah. Except Emma, of course. Wait, that was the name, right? Yes. So, okay, good. Nailed it. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't like. I was I was the one who moved them, and I didn't realize how easy it is to take apart mannequins. Even oh yeah. When you're not trying to take them apart. So I'm like, I'll just lift from the top, and I just ripped her torso <laughs> oh, right God. off. And I'm like, oh, well, sorry about that. I'll just move you over to the corner and tore her arm off. And I'm like, okay, well, just in for a penny, in for a pen, and I grabbed the legs, and then the base ripped off. And I was like, oh, wait, this is just oh, ridiculous. God, so there's just a corner of, like, severed limbs and, and whatnot downstairs. Oh, they're going to get you for that. I know, which is, I guess, not that weird. But, yeah, you should know. Yeah, it was like a friend of mine asked if we wanted a standee for Unforgiven. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say Stan Lee. I was like, I don't know, how big is it? Can we flatten it, whatever? Because right now, I don't know where we would... Put it... Yeah, because we still have the casino one, which rules, but, like, it's kind of just for our benefit because it's in the basement. Yeah. Every time I go down to microwave something, I'm like, oh, yeah, casino. Great flick. And this thing, standees are so enormous that it's one of those things where that's why they get thrown out because they're hard to kind of store, you know? Like that giant for the... I can't remember the name now. Asika or whatever, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, like, it was cool, but it was huge. Somewhere, we still got this enormous, brave vinyl banner, like Pixar's Brave. And we got it because we were screening Brave, and Makes they sense. just sent it not knowing what kind of cinema we were. <laughs> and so we could hang it in the back, yeah. but it goes to the floor. Wow. So it's... And, and, and nothing against that, but it's like, well, I don't know, we're a little bit more of a Han Solo and Carbonite type Exactly, theater, yeah. Or the This is the End one, which is pretty sweet. Or Django, you know? Like, we're very, like... And even now, niche. like, with our posters, we can't get rid of them fast enough. Like, we have some for sale, we sell one every once in a while... But I've, I've been giving them to charity fundraisers and stuff if they're doing yeah. auctions and stuff because we just 
we hit so many and I hate throwing stuff out. So Yeah, no, we, we don't like that. We upcycle like to a fault. Yeah. Here. Okay, let us chat about July 12th through the 18th. I like the last few weeks we've stuck to five or six movies and it just makes the schedule look so much nicer, more white off black and not all kind of packed onto the paper schedule. Yeah, real classy films too. Yeah. So, um, I haven't seen them, but like week. they seem to be classy. So we have Pavarotti, which a lot of people have been asking for. It's the documentary about Pavarotti, and it's from... I did not know this till I wrote it down, that it's from two-time Oscar winner Ron Howard. Yeah, I had no clue. I saw the poster, and then I, I literally did a double take, like Ron Howard might do on his yeah. set. And I was <laughs> like, man, Ron Howard? Like, how? How? I do know he's been doing that the last couple of years. Like, that, uh, he did the Beatles one, right? He did the Beatles one, yeah. and he did something else, but he's been kind of offshooting. Like, he'll do one of those Tom Hanks espionage movies. <laughs> yeah. And then he'll do uh, Han Solo, and then he'll do these in between. Good. Yeah, so it's Ron Howard directing a documentary about Pavarotti, and it's one of those movies that went to our friends at the Bytown first, and okay. people have been asking about it. I'm like, yep, we'll get it. We just, you know, we get it afterwards sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we've got Pavarotti coming up. And it's, it, he's, like, Ron Howard directed it, but yeah. it's gonna, like, Pavarotti's been dead for a while. Years, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like he interviewed him. No, so it's him interviewing other subjects. And, and then just a lot of past footage. Yeah, and kind assuming. of supervising the editing of a million hours of yeah. footage. And then, which is, like, the only good thing about someone like that passing is, like, there's just so much footage from so long. And well, I, I know very little about him, to be honest. And that it's whittled down to 114 minutes is always the thing. Yeah. So somebody who died at whatever age he died at, yeah. who was in front of the camera for his whole life, and interviewed his whole life. Oh man! To whittle that down, like you could make a probably make a twelve-part documentary TV series if yeah. you wanted, you know. Man, and and they've never. I don't have they done a like life story like with actors of his story yet? No, that's got to be coming. Not that I know of. It'll be coming as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, in the next two years. Now that this yeah. movie is out, I'm pretty excited for my last point of Pavarotti. Is I remember when I was a kid that he did the like Pavarotti and Friends. Oh yeah, like it was like a TV special and an album or whatever. But at least one of them was Brian Adams, and it was great that I they did that. they did all for one and one for love or whatever. From yeah, Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Yeah, yeah. And it's so good because it's just straight up. It was just a clip. I'll never forget this. But Brian Adams is like, "Let's make it," and then that's when Power Ray comes in. He's like, "Oh!" Yeah. It just like completely overpowers Brian Adams. You're like you just feel bad for him. Brian falls over. Yeah, uh. you you can't compete with Pat Roddy's voice. Like give up now. Then we have a movie called Photograph from Cannes Film Fest award-winning director Ritesh Batrell. He directed a movie called The Lunchbox a couple years ago that I really liked a lot. Very fulfilling, it's delicious a, uh, film. It's funny. It's, a, it's Nowadays, it's so funny. It's hard to just say a movie is from one country because it's like eight different countries <laughs> yeah. all chipping in. Somehow Canada. So this is a U.S.-India co-production. Fun. We have Wild Nights with Emily, which I'm very interested to see because I always like when comedians kind of get to stretch their legs a bit. Mm -hmm. So this is the story of Emily Dickinson, but it's with Molly Shannon, who Ooh. we all remember from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And although it's a kind of comedic drama, it's her playing Emily Dickinson. Hmm. So that's really neat. And it's won a bunch of awards. It won Audience Choice Award at the Sidewalk Film Fest. That's cool. It's kind of risky casting you yeah. know, to the average person anyways. So like... And it's uh, 84 Minutes. The oh, Josh Special. That. Yeah. I messaged my wife Emily last night and I was like, oh, they made a movie about my life. And she yeah. didn't even reply. I was like, I thought it was a little funny. Like, you have to on. Photoshop it up Wild Nights with Emily and just put you two in the photo <laughs> I instead. Of... should do that. That's what we did for our wedding, but it was with old monster movies and not cool. new Molly Shannon <laughs> movies. And then we have the Ottawa premiere of a documentary called 
Hail Satan? With a yeah. question mark. Hail and, Satan? and I still know very little about this other than that I hear the trailer almost every day. All I can hear from that trailer is at the end where they just keep repeating Hail Satan. And I'm yeah. like, is it what? The trailer's about? great. And at first glance, I thought this might be a more dark, creepy documentary. Okay. But it seems much more a lighthearted political documentary right. of this group kind of fighting the power and saying separation of church and state and yeah. stuff that goes on in schools and in government and they're saying that's not right and I think a lot of them are just more sarcastic like tongue in cheek yeah. stuff okay. they're like sarcastic bastards versus actual Satan worshippers yeah so it's not like Satanism the documentary no which I thought it was <laughs> Okay. but what's really neat is we have a fellow named Nicholas Mark who's the chapter head and national coordinator for the Satanic Temple in Canada. Mm. He's coming on Friday what? night to introduce the film and do a Q&A afterwards. And there's supposed to be a wild thunderstorm that night, which oh, is very eerie. Cool. I mean, still come out, you know, but bring an umbrella. But I was chatting with him because he came to us and said, can we do this? And he said we did it at a festival in Montreal and it went really well. Mm. And what's really funny is he contacted me through Facebook, so I got to look at his Facebook page. And his Facebook page is like, a guy with a kid, a guy yes. camping, a guy with a cute dog. A guy eating someone's soul. It's all stuff that's very, like, oh, this is it. <laughs> just innocuous. And I said to him, I said, oh, I'm going to be really disappointed if you don't show up with, you know, a ram horn helmet and a black cloak. Something to do with horns. And he laughed at that, so it's, he wasn't offended by that. He's going to get here and be like, let me start off by saying, this Josh jerk yeah. <laughs> tried to bring me down to his level. But I think it's going to be really neat, and the trailer's very good, and it was a grand jury prize documentary nominee at Sundance. Mm. So that's, that's you know... Pretty, yeah, that's big time. I'm interested to see what kind of crowd it draws. I don't think it's the kind of movie that we're going to have religious folks protesting. I yeah. think it's the kind of movie that's you can go see and be like, oh yeah, that's yeah. the other side They're of the like, coin. Ah, like, there's a thunderstorm. I don't want to protest tonight. Oh, man, it's so cool. It's a little too like, dark. That'll be extra Satan-y. Yeah, I think that's amazing. Cool. It's maybe not great for the audience, but I think it's funny. Yeah, and I'm working that night, so I get to be here for the Satan crowd. Oh, sweet. I'm going to be outside of Offspring, not paying. Oh, take that, <laughs> Offspring. Yeah, yeah. I'll show you. Then we continue our Women Directors Film Fest Retro 80s Edition with Real Genius, mm. which we have unconfirmed reports that is an Ottawa premiere, because when Lee looked it up, there was no evidence that it screened here back in the 80s, because they had to get the rating done for it now yeah. for this screening so it looks like it didn't go through a ratings board thing back in the 80s mm -hmm. so we think this might actually be the Ottawa premiere of this film from 1985 starring a young Val Kilmer oh really I think I've seen this but it's a blur I might be getting this movie mixed up with Top Secret and if I have seen it I saw it on VHS oh, wow. when I was nine years old yeah because Top Secret was like the next year yeah so... this was before Top Secret damn it's only rated PG because a lot of movies that era, you kind of think Revenge of the Nerds and whatever. But, yeah. So this is a PG-rated comedy. And it actually won a couple of awards. There's this one for, like, the Young Artist Awards. And it won Best Family Motion Picture. So I'm like, okay, it actually is. You can bring your kids to this thing. Is that, well, at least back then. Back then, like, now, yeah. not so much. It could be, like, because Beetlejuice is, like, a PG now. Yeah, now it'd be, so. like, R-rated. Jaws is yeah. PG. We'll see how many swears we can get in there. But we had a decent crowd for Fast Times on Monday night, which made me happy. Yeah, that must have pleased you. I want to do a retro 90s edition next year of this same subject, so I hope that we get good crowds for this. And then we have our inexplicable 119th consecutive month oh boy. of The Room. So close to 125. Yeah, it's coming. I don't know why I hesitate. I was going <laughs> to say 120. I'm like, literally next month. That's not... Yeah, that's not... We'll probably make it. And there was some news, but it glossed over me because I was too busy that... 
Tommy and Greg put out an animated short on YouTube or something. <laughs> okay. Some people I never were... know what the end of your sentences are going to be yeah. involving those guys. <laughs> some, some people sent me some really excited stuff, and I was too busy to look at it, and I was like, oh, okay. And because, you know, I bear the room no ill will. Yeah. I love screening it every month. I think it's fun that we're associated with it. Yeah. But I don't keep up to date on Tommy's antics. Yeah, it's kind of like we support it. We love people having a good time. We are very thankful that it's doing well financially for us. Yeah. But beyond that, <laughs> you know. If there's not news of the official green light and cameras rolling on that giant shark movie. Yeah, seriously. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll get super excited, as I previously mentioned, about yeah. a shark and alligator film. Uh, okay, so that's it for this week. Uh, let's wrap things up. We're both on the job now, so we can True. get back to actual work. You say that's it for this week without seeing my oh, Raptors championship ring. ring. Your world champion ring. Yeah, it's. Uh, I forgot to think that size 13 North America is not the same as size 13 overseas. Oh my god. But it's dope. Like, check it out. There's Kawhi Leonard's name, who just left the team forever. Yeah. And... That they, they played Golden State. Trust looks, me, everyone, it looks amazing. It looks legit, yeah. It, I know. This is like the best thing that $27 can buy. Are you going to reorder one that will fit you? Well, here's the thing. So, <laughs> see, first of all, because it's like, you might be like, oh, I'll get it resized. But that's not going to be cheaper than $27, probably, yeah. if they can even do it. But then, so I went just on a liar because I was like, okay, well, I'll, I can figure something out. I can put it on my thumb, which will look ridiculous, but no more so than I usually do. But then I checked just because I was like, okay, well, maybe. And like, they, the company is not selling anything else oh, no. on ebay so i was like they got a cease and desist right after i ordered that's awesome yeah so you know it still looks it's still dope. cool it's just i someone with a much bigger finger would enjoy that's okay it. you have an excuse to like put it on your shelf i know like it's, it's gonna look so sick i'll put it in the candy bar where everyone yeah. will enjoy it it's never gonna happen yeah so go visit our friends at house of targ as mentioned they have crazy stuff going on in july if you're listening to this in the summer of 2019 and not in the future <laughs> that would be a good time to um, listen they have Free play afternoon Sundays for arcade, nice. and then every Wednesday is half price progi. So, which is crazy. Man. I'm gonna eat one in like an hour from now. Just one, the one large. Just one, one, one large one. And I'll be um, eating pizza apparently because I'm lame. so much of an idiot that I ate terrible progies <laughs> at home. You can find information on upcoming stuff from us at MayfairTheater.ca and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we will see you back soon at the Mayfair to watch excellent movies and sit in air conditioning. Mm, that's very important. That's all you need. Okay, thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. Do you think I can hit my finger with a hammer and make it bigger <laughs> to fit this massive ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I'm stupid. Can you get plastic surgery for a bigger finger? It's worth it just for this ring. Star Wars, the Empire strikes back. And Burger King comes through again with our all-new Empire Strikes Back glasses. Collect a different glass for your family each week. Darth Vader. R2-D2 and C-3PO, Lando Calrissian, Luke Skywalker. Buy a regular size Coca-Cola at a special price and build your collection. Oh. All new, the Empire Strikes Back glasses, only at Burger King.